Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. I'm so glad you've tuned in for today's episode. This week in Canada, we turn our attention to mental health awareness and our show today deals with the difficult topic of suicide. Community activist Woodney Pierre is our guest and candidly shares the story of her brother's suicide and how it impacted her to action. I've titled this episode, Hope for the Bruised and Broken, and believe it will bring encouragement to your heart to know how much God cares. Downloadable Soul H2O journal pages help you dive deep into the teaching segment and quench your spiritual thirst. They can be found on today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 53, along with information about our guest. So let's dive in to today's Soul H2O devotion and get refreshed. The Bible is a different book, unlike any other. It's unabashed and raw, sharing the good, bad, and ugly of humanity. So it's no surprise that the issue of suicide is discussed within its pages. This is a topic many don't want to talk about, but one that when silenced leads to death. A topic I've had to get comfortable talking about for the sake of my loved ones. And sadly, the church hasn't always dealt well with the more difficult issues of mental health and made them almost unmentionables. But that behavior is not learned in the Bible. When the church stays silent, the enemy wins, and literally, people die when they don't have to. If the broken and bruised knew it was safe to share their battles with negative self-worth and suicidal ideations, we'd be able to help them, let them know how much God loves them, and tell them how He has great plans for their life. We could hold their hands and go to the doctors with them to see that they get the care they so desperately need. The Bible isn't afraid to talk about suicide, and neither should you. The Bible is full of bruised and broken people from the difficulties of life. It tells the stories of seven suicides, one attempted suicide, and has a book full of expressed battles with depression in the book of Psalms as David openly shares his pain. I'm comforted to know that Jesus understands our pain, as we see when he agonized in the Garden of Gethsemane and said in Matthew 26, verse 38, I am deeply grieved to the point of death. He agonized in the garden. Jesus doesn't condemn people struggling with depression or thoughts of wanting to die. He understands, and even greater than his understanding is knowing that Jesus came to bind up the brokenhearted. Matthew 12 verse 20 affirms to us that Jesus was the fulfillment of Isaiah 42 3 that said, A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. Jesus, the Messiah, came to bring hope for the bruised and broken by allowing himself to experience the same depths of despair the humans face. If you're battling thoughts of not wanting to live, know that God 
loves you and wants to bring hope and healing to your heart. If you know someone battling depression or thoughts of not wanting to live, talk to them. Let them talk and be the love of Christ so the broken and bruised will find hope and live. I'm just looking forward to being able to connect with people, to speak with them about issues that are current, and to get their perspective on things, and to kind of bounce ideas around, and then also to hear from those who are listening, because we learn by listening, and I think that's a big part of what I hope the show is about, learning from each other and listening as much as talking. Okay, here we go. Good music, good conversation, good company. Faith Strong Today's Good Company, with me, Holly Taylor, weekdays at 5 p.m. right here on Joy. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Woodney Pierre comes to us from Toronto, Ontario. She has a fruitful career as a human resources professional while playing an active role in the community. She traveled internationally with the production company EMG Education run by episode number 48 guest Cheryl Nemhard to promote anti-bullying messages and educate through theater about historical African-Canadian figures who've paved the way. Woodney also participated in the United Way's Battle of the Bands, We Day, and many more charitable organizations that give back to the community and help those in need of encouragement and empowerment. Woodney, it is a privilege to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Sherry. I'm so honored to be here today. How are you? I am doing great, and I'm so glad to introduce you to the Soul H2O audience. Now, from your bio, as I've been reading to everyone, you know, you are a girl who believes in community participation, don't you? I do, I do. Um, growing up, I think it's always been part of my life. Uh, from a very young age, I always remember being active in the community, uh, whether it was me volunteering at my local YMCA, uh, participating in church community activities, uh, or any kind of volunteer groups per se, uh, I was always participating. So that's always been a part of me. And um, I think I just love the the aspect of servitude of being able to give back and to help others. So definitely that's something that's always stayed with me and it's something that I love to do. Yeah, your life is marked by community involvement. And in, in 2012, your community involvement really increased in kind of astronomical proportions. When in 2012, you founded the Maddie J Youth Foundation in honor of your late brother, Matthew Jean Langer, um, in the hope to raise awareness of mental health among youth and education of the arts. And so... Um, it's such an amazing thing that you're doing, but for the listening audience, I want to back it up a bit before you started this foundation. Let's go back to how, you know, things came about where, you know, uh, before your brother took his life and, and how mental illness, uh, became evident in his life and in your family that you started to see things change with him. So interesting enough, um, unfortunately, his death actually took us by surprise. Uh, so my brother had been dealing with depression 
And uh, for the most part, me and my mother were more so aware of it, but we didn't realize the extent of it. So we would ask him, Matthew, are you okay? And he would always say he was fine. And actually that year he was due to release a CD with his band. So they were supposed to have a CD launch uh, for their album. So we knew that he was depressed, but not the extent of it. And unfortunately, um, you know, as you would have it, he took his life. And um, it's in that moment uh, that all our lives changed drastically. And it was Mm -hmm. something that really sideswiped our whole family. Um, So having to deal with that. And even in that year, um, I had a lot of losses actually that year, but I was still trying to deal with Matthew's loss. And uh, that is really what propelled me to move towards the awareness for mental health and suicide prevention, um, just because Mm -hmm. it was so unexpected, you know, and uh, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) No. So so in his situation, you know, Mm. on the outside looking in. And this is very common with so many people struggling with mental health issues. On the outside looking in, things look good. Like, you know, your his music career was taking off and things were looking positive for him. Mm-hmm. But you and your mom started noticing some changes. And what were some of those changes that you guys started noticing? Yeah, definitely. So with him, we started to notice certain things in regards to him. Um, and it was like little things like he started to oversleep. Um, mm-hmm. He started to become withdrawn um, and he, he was temperamental and really boys are boys, even like teenagers or young adults. A lot of times you'll go through mood swings. So even when he would go through his mood swings, for me, I kind of would brush it off because I was just like, oh, he's just in a funk again. He'll get mm-hmm. over it, but not realizing these were just some of the symptoms that he was going through. So he had become very withdrawn in that sense and just saying, I'm tired, I've been working late. But in reality, he had been depressed. And um, even when we started to notice at one point, my mom had actually sent him on a trip uh, to spend time with my uncle, just hoping that the change of scenery might help him and just Mm -hmm. come back with like a fresher perspective and whatnot. But um, no, unfortunately, uh, that wasn't the case. But uh, those Mm -hmm. were a few of the things that we did notice. So withdrawing, oversleeping, and even in turn, I ended up dealing with uh, post-traumatic stress and clinical depression. So even afterwards, it's symptoms that even myself, I kind of still battle with. So Mm-hmm. It's it's not evident, but it, it can be if you don't really pay attention. I think it's something that can be sometimes overlooked and not even on purpose. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, families cannot feel guilty or anything because of, you know, situations like this. But I think as we talk and we share Matthew's story and uh, your situation and how it's affected all of your family, that Mm -hmm. we can start to maybe keep our eyes open more for the clues because people that are depressed they don't come out and say, hey, I'm depressed. <laughs> it's no. just not the way it happens. Mm-mm. It'd be nice because then we'd know for sure and we'd be able to get them the help. But a lot of times mm-hmm. they don't really understand what's going on inside of them. So thanks a lot for sharing how it was not obvious because I think that is really the most common way uh, that it does happen with people. And so we're yes. going to have to take a little break right now and come back to the rest of the story and... Um, 
and, and seeing how God has been at work in and through all of this. I'm Whitney Pierre, and my music pick for Soul H2O Radio is Famous For by Torin Wells featuring Jen Johnson. There is no fear, cause I believe over and over. Revive Our Hearts with Nancy DeMoss Walgamuth is committed to calling women to freedom, fullness, and fruitfulness in Christ. As the author of over 20 books and leader of the True Woman Movement, Nancy has dedicated her life to introducing and guiding women through biblical womanhood. Revive Our Hearts with Nancy DeMoss Walgamuth, weekdays at 11.30 a.m., right here on Joy, hometown Christian radio for the GTA. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Well, we have Whitney Pierre on today, and she's sharing the story of of how she started this incredible foundation. But before we get back into the story, Whitney, I'd love for you to share a Bible study tool or tip, something that really helps you to spend time with God. So for me, um, I briefly stated beforehand that um, I've been affected with post-traumatic stress as well as depression. Um, Mm -hmm. And honestly, after the passing of my brother, it was something that that was very challenging for me to deal with. And um, I think it really kind of rocked my relationship even with the Lord. And it's it's Mm -hmm. been an interesting journey. So for me, uh, personally, I find that praise and worship is a way that God really ministers to me. Um, So a lot of times, um, aside from just devotional time, uh, a lot of the devotion I like to spend is in praise and worship. There are certain songs that I find really speak to me. And a lot of times um, I will use that as part of my devotion with God, um, aside from the reading. So for me, praise and worship is, is, I found, is a way that God really speaks to my heart. Absolutely. So key. Even the song that you chose as your music pick, such a powerful song. And uh, yeah, that's great. And your favorite verse? My favorite verse. I have a few, uh, but one Mm -hmm. that I actually even have a vision book. Um, And what I have on it is Jeremiah 29 verse 11, where God says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And I think I've really, especially after what happened with my brother and just the series of events afterwards, I've really held on to that because I know that God's word is true. And even sometimes I think we go through moments where we might forget or feel like, you know, God, what's going on? I always hold Mm -hmm. on to that as my piece of hope. So for that, I I really um, stand on that, knowing that God's plans for me are for good. And and I really do believe like what you were saying there, that when we go through these difficult times, it's verses like Jeremiah 29, 11, that we can hold on to and say, okay, so if this situation is horrible right now, this is not the end. God has more in store because his word promises us that his mm-hmm. plans are good and not to harm us and to give us that mm-hmm. hope and future. And and so we, you know, we got to the part of the story where you guys weren't, you, you know, the signs of depression were minimal with your brother. He was hiding mm-hmm. it very well, as so often 
family members and friends do. And mm-hmm. we're just not really aware of the depth of the difficulty that they're facing. Mm-hmm. And so then your brother's uh, passing shocked your world. How did you find out about it? So for myself, uh, in regards to how we found out about Matthew's uh, passing, we were supposed to actually, we were going to have breakfast as a family and I went to go grab him for breakfast. And unfortunately, I was the one who found him. Um, And in turn, that's where I was triggered with post-traumatic stress and uh, clinical Mm -hmm. depression myself. Uh, But I didn't even know about my own post-traumatic stress or depression until much later, once my doctor was like, I need you to go see someone, because I didn't Mm -hmm. even know how to identify it. So, um, yeah, that's how I found out about Matthew. Yeah, and such a difficult situation for you, incredibly difficult, and your family having to let them know. And and so there's just so much turmoil when when one person in a family has mental health issues. It never is just affecting just that person. There is such a you know, a group of family members affected and friends. And I'm just so sorry for what you went through. And, you know, I know the story of what God's been doing since that time. And, you know, your brother was so young. He he was just 24, right? Mm -hmm. He was, he was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, I didn't expect to get emotional. Yeah, well, this is a difficult subject. This is not an easy subject. And maybe I'm just going to give you a second. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I I didn't expect it. Sometimes I get emotional and sometimes I don't. Yeah, no. Sorry. No, there is absolutely no reason to say sorry, Woodney. Or no apologies needed. Yeah. Yeah. Take your time. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. I'm good. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I'm good to go. You are such an overcomer, Whitney. And you did not allow this circumstance to to bring you down um, and, and wipe you out. But you used it as a catalyst to actually help more people when you started the foundation and I'd love for you to just tell people about the foundation yes most definitely so yes so after Matthew's passing um, I I was determined and I said okay I want to start a non-for-profit and it's a three-part organization which I feel speaks to who he was as a person Um, so he was very protective of people and he really like a mentor so we have a mentorship portion um, musicians so we have the music the arts and then we have the education which is the mental health awareness and suicide prevention awareness um, and especially for us within our culture I come from a Caribbean uh, background um, in certain cultures it's something that's also known to be very taboo and is not discussed and I think because mm-hmm. of that stigma attached to it it makes it very difficult uh, for people to express themselves or even identify what they're going through um, even for myself, I couldn't identify it until I was told. So I think yeah. it's really important for us to be able to have that conversation so that there is a sense of awareness and there's education surrounding that. So um, we launched the organization. 
And every year we hold a fundraiser. Um, so live band, keynote speakers, and we give back to organization to speak that speak to those components. So we've been able to do work locally and abroad, which has been a blessing and want to continue to do that. So from workshops to um, just conversations, talks, and just really sharing the story to get it, get it out there and to have people understand their value and their worth. That is so incredible. And it is spreading outside of Canada. You've been to Haiti. Yes. Oh my gosh. Haiti was absolutely amazing. Uh, we were invited to go to Haiti uh, and I was reluctant at first. I was like, oh, I don't know. And it was like, no, you need to come. And it was one of the most amazing experiences. Uh, we started to go back um, actually annually. And it's just the last couple of years we had to kind of hold back. But we did um, HR workshops with university students and then with kids and youth in the community. Uh, we prepared different kind of workshops and activities with the youth um, in the community, which was absolutely unforgettable and just I think it was more of a blessing for me than it was for them so it was absolutely amazing. Woodney I am so proud of you uh, how you have taken Thank this you. tragic loss and you've allowed God to heal your heart and to continue healing your heart and making more of your brother's life and letting his legacy live on to help others. So their end story is different. I want to thank you for sharing this story with us, your story and Matthew's story. And we're just so proud of you and all that you're doing. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, and honestly, oh. it's just really wanting to encourage people um, that are going through it. You know, it's it's an ongoing thing. And I think it's just the, the, a matter of never giving up and never losing mm -hmm. hope and just really reaching out. So it's for people to know, you know, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. And that is the message. You can't be replaced. And it's really important for people to understand that. So irrespective of what you're going through, how long that path takes you to, you know, to get to the other side, there is another side. So to never give up. Great words, Woodney, and I just want to thank you so much for being on Soul Eight Show Radio and sharing with us. Oh, thank you for having me, Sherry. It's been an honor. Thank you so much. If you or a loved one is struggling with suicidal thoughts or tendencies, please ask for help. There's no need to face this on your own. You can find hope and healing. George's recorded suicide hotline numbers on today's show notes for easy access, and she also put a bunch of mental health resources from my website that leads you to others. You can find this information along with links to Woodney's Foundation on soulh2o.com slash 53. Each week, myself and the Soul H2O prayer team pray for those listening to the show, reading the blogs, and for members of the Soul H2O Splash group. If you're hearing my voice, know that God loves you so much that He has us praying for you. 
From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad that you joined us for episode 53 of the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show. Come back next week to hear some practical help for people struggling with mental health issues. The interview with Sue Nichols about how she overcomes depression and the discussion around her book, Be Held. Daily inspiration when facing depression will fill you with hope. Until then, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O Podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.